Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thanks for listening to Relationship Wednesdays with Powerful Radio. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And I run a thriving private practice outside, well, actually, a couple of locations, one in Chicago, one in uh, Naperville, a suburb, a western suburb right outside of Chicago. Um, Here we do everything from couples counseling, group therapy, individual therapy, organizational management, medication management, and public speaking. Yep. Here in the Wall Associates, I focus on resume consults, mock interviews, and career counseling. Absolutely. So tonight is an awesome show. Welcome to the Relationship Clinic tonight. We are talking, this, if yeah. you've got some sickness in your relationship, this is the clinic for you. So yes. we're going to talk about um, this relationship tonight of when your relationship is built on lies or is your relationship built on lies. So whenever a person starts out a new relationship with someone, um, especially someone that you didn't know previously before you've, or you've never dated before, that person has the opportunity to become whoever they want to be. That's right. And we see a lot of uh, Internet dating these days. We see a lot of people meeting on Facebook and then actively meeting up after that. But they've had a chance to build, build a dream of who they are before you get to know them. And so tonight we want to talk about what happens if you are the person that's been lying about your relationship, your relationship is built on lies, um, or if you're the person that's been um, lied to. Right. Now, everybody wants to put the best foot forward when they start a new relationship. You know, you're going to be the best dresser you possibly can. Your manners are going to be impeccable, things of that nature. But you know what? There's also the real you. You know, that that first foot forward should not be a totally 180 than who you really are, okay, unless you've actually changed and that's your new norm. But to put a facade out there that's really not who you are, that's going to be destructive, can be destructive long term to your relationship. You know, there's also something of, you know, the sin of omission, and also of sin of commission, right? You could not share some some vital information with somebody down the road. You know what? That's still like you were being deceptive, okay? You didn't necessarily tell me a lie, but you omitted some critical information that I may or may not have uh, used to decide whether I wanted to be in a relationship with you. Absolutely. Okay? And there are some people that tell, um, you know, some truth right. without the whole truth, and and there are times where you, you do have to get to know if something's going to be a long-term relationship. Like if you meet somebody at the club, you might not be talking about whether or not you have kids at home. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just a decision that you have to make based on the importance of the relationship that you have with someone. I think that's vital. I think the level of uh, commitment that you guys are talking about, the level of intimacy that you guys are having, definitely plays a, a vital role in deciding what type of information, how much, and how much information you're going to share. Okay. okay. Go ahead. I think it's more the level of commitment decides how much you tell, not intimacy, because some people are having sex on the first night. Well, I, if that, that's the case, you know, if someone has an STD, that information needs to come up front. Right. You know, right. if somebody is choosing to have sex on the first date, you know, someone says, you know, they have a sexual transmitted disease, that kind of information needs to come out before they're intimate. Step into 2015. They're yeah. called sexually transmitted infection. Oh, okay. Pardon me. Sorry. Get your STD lingo right. Okay. Don't tell you were born in the 70s. <laughs> yes, yes, All yes. right, let's, let's go over some things that people often lie about. And listen, um, it's a bell curve type of a thing. Lots of lies fall underneath here, but there's many things, um, you know, that, that may not fall in here. But we're going to talk about, 
the things that, that people tend to lie about the most. One of the things that I'm seeing a lot of people lie about is their financial Oh, okay. Um, I, I have so many couples that come in where somebody said that they made, you know, like when you're in conversation or they've been dropping hints that they make, you know, 100K, I make six figures, those right. kinds of things. And then they go into a relationship and get married, and we find out that there's bad credit. Uh, not just bad credit, but horrible credit. Okay. Uh, or you find out that somebody is speaking in faith that they want to make a lot of money. I'm putting in a for a promotion in the next six months that will bump me up to $100,000. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, and so that can be that can make a, a person have, be disillusioned when they find out that you're really not making that money. And not that someone is marrying you for that, but when you lay out, Hey, I drive a BMW. So, so let me give you a prime example. Sure. Guy drives a BMW, dresses very well, um, has a pager, tells people he's a doctor, right? Um, girl believes it. They they get into relationship, they get engaged, and then he breaks the tour that listen, I want to be a doctor. I'm I'm taking an MCAT next year. I can only afford the Beamer because I live at home with my mother. Yes. Um, I I want to make a hundred k, but that that credit card you see is really my parents. That's a problem. You know, because that person is. Possibly getting involved in that relationship based on a current, but your current financial status that you that you're uh, not even just based on it, but just you say those things, so people believe it, and and, it, and that goes into the decision whether to get in a relationship with somebody right. because so they want a certain lifestyle. So that's one thing that people yes. lie about financial status. Another thing is degree status. Um, okay, I've seen a lot of that. I've, I, there there are so many people that. Um, want to, like, maybe say they have a graduate-level degree or there's a lot of people who I'm, – I'm seeing a lot of people right now that do not have high school diplomas, yet they've been telling people that they do, and they've been saying that I don't know why I get passed over for promotions and things that work, and they come to find out the pass-up is because they don't have a degree. So degree status is something that people lie about. Okay. And usually people are lying about things to start a relationship because they want to be viewed in a particular light. Understood. So financial status, degree status, sexuality, that's another thing that happens. Yes. Um, lots of people are still getting married and then later finding out that their partner is on the down low, right. either male or female. So sexuality is one thing that, that comes up. Sexual experiences. Um, hey, Susie Snowflake, tell me how many people you've been with. Hey, you know, I'm relatively inexpensive, not inexpensive, sorry, inexperienced. I've been with that many people. And then you, you go out places and everybody seems to know him, his or her name, and you find out that they've been kind of around the block several times. Um, sexual openness, like people say, oh, when I get married or when we're, I'll be willing to do anything. And then you find out they're willing to do nothing. Or somebody tells you, hey, I'm really conservative, but you find out that previous to you, they had been in, like, an open relationship. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Some other things that people talk about in terms of uh, level of commitment when they get involved, you know, I am really looking for someone who I could build a long-term relationship with. I'm looking for marriage, and they're really not. Okay. okay. Because they want to put that forward, things of that nature, from a um, commitment level. Also, existing children, if they have children or not. You know, said, oh, by the way, you know, I, my child is not living with me, but they're living with the mama, but they they fail to share that information that there is a child involved, and that's going to be, can play a part in a relationship. Absolutely. I think the level of commitment is really huge. There are lots of people that set an expect. there's lots of people that set the expectation that they want an intense relationship when really they don't. Correct. Absolutely. And then there's a flip of that. 
people who say, um, I don't want an intense relationship. I want a casual relationship. And then before you know it, they're they're angry because you guys aren't exclusively dating. So love, love, commitment is something that people lie about. As Darren said, existing children is something that people lie about. Marriage status is something that people lie about. That is that's very interesting because people will say, well, I'm divorced, and then you know they start a new relationship with a the partner. They're getting trying to get the marriage license to find out that person's prior relationship was not. Uh, it wasn't divorce wasn't finalized. You know they're in a separation mode. They're really not divorced. And now, well, wait a minute, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So that definitely is something that needs to come out. If you have been married, uh, divorced, separated, let somebody know what that situation is. Absolutely, religious beliefs are things that people lie about too. There are a lot of people that kind of put on um, a suit, carry a Bible, or whatever the Quran, whatever your belief system is, to cover for something else. So they make you feel like they're really interested in God. Hey, I'm here for to learn about the Lord, and then they really are just there to get a date. Right. So that that comes out. Um, or that religion doesn't matter to them. So you have people that get married from maybe different religious backgrounds, and then once they get married, somebody says, well, just so you know, the kids have to be raised this way. Okay, and they never share that information before. Correct. So they really have a strong belief system in this. They want their child to go to uh, services on a weekly basis and things of that nature. Right, so those types of things. Other things that people lie about, and this is this. I'm seeing a lot of um, issues with people being transgender and not telling in the beginning what the situation is, right? Because these days with surgeries, with with differences in the way that people can um, make their outward body appear, it's very easy for people to not know that somebody was born one gender and then decided or, or felt another gender. Right. And so I've been seeing a lot of trans um, women being abused and beaten because the guy in the situation might not have known trans. And if you look at media takeout, you see a lot of people going, you know, this person's transgender. They've got 7,000 likes by men. Just so you guys know, this is not, this used to be a guy. So things of that nature are being hidden. I Um, think another one is um, desire for children. You know, someone really wants children, um, but says, if no, their partner is really not interested in children. So, you know, it's not that important to me. And they want to go down that path, but really, they do really do want children. That is a strong passion for them. Not sharing that information with their partner, how vital that is in their relationship. Absolutely, that's a, and that's another thing that gets a lot of people later on um, divorced, breaking up because at one point they say they want to have kids, and then later they say, you know, they find out they don't, or someone says that they don't want kids. And then I find a lot of men that when they're with women that don't want kids, maybe they got their tubes tied, they can't reverse that situation, those men will step out to be with someone that can't have children. Speaking about that, that's important information. If someone has had their tubes tied, one bisectomy, and not sharing that information out. You yeah. may start a relationship, but you never told me that, you know, you really can't have any children. Correct. Okay, and, and that's something that I really wanted someone to say. Correct. And that's some information that you know, not sharing that information can have an impact on the relationship. Correct. And why are we telling you these? For two reasons. For two reasons. One, these are some of the major areas when you start dating and when you've been with someone and you're deciding that you want to be with them long term, that you need to be finding out the answers to some of these things. You need to be finding out um, people's gender status. You need to be finding out about their previous sexual experiences. You need to be finding out about their finances for real. You need to be finding out what kind of degree status they really have because all of these things are important to future relationships with them or or long-term relationships about how you set up house. Can you do something? Another thing people lie about is their arrest record. Yes. Okay, so if someone has been arrested 
uh, for whatever reason, not sharing that information out. So now, you know, they may be limited on jobs and things of that nature and uh, can cause problems in a relationship, not sharing that information mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. okay? Another one, um, previous occupations that they've had in the past, if someone was a, a stripper, an exotic dancer, or in, in illegal activity, I mean, they were, used to be a drug dealer, used to be a gun runner, but now they change their life over. But not even so, so that stuff. I think that a CIA agent and never told anybody, that's a big deal, too. Now, according to the TV, you're not supposed to share that out with your partner. You know, yes, you are. CIA. You know, you yeah. no, no. People need to know when you work. Are you sure? About, yeah, okay. because they do background checks of their relatives when they find out somebody. Like you remember, you were going to get that job. And they were doing background checks. Oh yeah, people. yes, they did. You know, so those things right. are important. If you've been a bouncer at a club, those. I mean, all of those things where people could be looking for you. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Seriously. So if you used to be a drug dealer and you no longer that you changed your life over. Now you have regular nine to five. But guess what? You may have some history. Okay, that somebody may be looking for that person and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and that person may or may not want to be involved in that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but that's some information that, that you, you may to want to share, share. That you have to share. And these are things to think about when we're dating somebody on the first date, thirty days, ninety days. What kind of information are you trying to get? Because if if your relationship is built on lies, it's really hard to get trust. Well, let's go down some some more things that people lie about. The love you thing. I love you. Sometimes right. people just say that out of a reflex and don't really mean it. That's something that. That happens a lot as well. So someone's going to say that just to keep the relationship going. You see the other person looking at you, googly eyed. You know, you, and you want to stay with them, but you may or may not really love them. But you go ahead and say, "Guess what? I love you." Just so that other person stays in the relationship. Absolutely. Willingness to relocate is really interesting because, especially the millennials right now, you could you could be working in France, you could be moving to another location. You know, I know of a situation where a person. Um, she was on vacation, met somebody. They were from France. She's from New York City. So they made these agreements that they would live six months each place. And uh, then in reality, her parents didn't really want to live in New York six months out of the year. Absolutely. You know, but now houses are sold, marriages are, are solidified, babies are on the way. And, and one of the partners is saying, listen, I don't really want to, uh, I don't really want to relocate to New York. Maybe you should give up your citizenship and move here. So those things, especially as we see global dating, we see people, there's the social media connects people so quickly that you can fall in love with anybody. You got to be looking at these types of things when you're when you're dating. And that can happen a lot with work, right? You know, I know a lot of people on LinkedIn. Every time I look at them, guess what? Every six months they're in a new city. They got mm-hmm. a new job promotion, a lateral. Guess what? Then they took to move up in the corporation. They decided to relocate. Okay, and some people are okay with that. Some people may not be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you want to share in a relationship. Absolutely. Another thing that people um, lie about is history of drug use. Yes. That's another big thing. And um, and that makes a difference talking about past life, right? Right. Like, and this is so interesting. The couples today, especially the younger people, talk about everything to me but the things that need to be talked about. Okay, explain that. Like, history of drug use is something that, that comes up a lot. You know, people, a lot of people feel like, a lot of people are doing it. Everybody's smoking a little weed. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody, do something. everybody, you know. And what happens is, is these are questions. When we were coming up, it was like, just say no to drugs. So asking about drugs was like an open-ended, like, hey, yeah, you need to let me know. And now people have a little bit laxer because we've got legal medical marijuana. There's a little laxer control of things. So people feel like they don't have to answer these questions. But these are still really important things to ask people. Um Another thing that people lie about is feelings about a partner's family. Okay. Um, Darren, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, it, this one comes into 
as you started getting on a more of a serious nature of dating, you start spending time around one other's family, and you may or may not get along with your partner's family, but not being truthful about that. You know, oh, I love your mother. I love your dad. I love your five brothers. I love your six sisters, whatever the case may be, but not really sharing the, that your true feelings about that. You know, I really don't like the amount of time we're spending with them. You know, I would like a little separation and things of that nature, but being honest about that because if that is an important part of the other person's life, they may have to make adjustments if they want to be in a relationship with you. So that's something that you will need to be discussed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, another thing that people talk that lie about, which seems to be really small, is domestic roles, meaning that, hey, when we get married, we could both do dishes. I'll do 50% of the work with you, babe. You know, you might be the one carrying the baby, but we will work well together. Right. And you never have to worry about you know, this, that, and the other because we're going to be a team. And and maybe he's really conservative and he doesn't feel like helping you with the kids. Right. And some people are still out there, right? Guys that you know, once we get married, I'm expecting you to stay home, right. okay? Stay home with the children, at least maybe up to a certain age until they start school or or, or whatever the case may be. I'm planning to have three kids, so you're going to be home while all three of those kids get mm-hmm. get grown up, the chance to go to school. And, but that needs to be discussed because mm-hmm. if you have a, someone who wants to have a corporate career and not interested in that, like, wait a minute, that's not what I'm looking for. Okay, so those type of information needs to be discussed. Another thing people lie about, levels of ambition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you meet a person and she's talking about, uh, when I grow up, I want to be a surgeon. So then you in turn say, me too. You know, I've always wanted to do something of that nature. Right. But then she really starts school <laughs> or he really starts school. And maybe that's not something that you really consider. Maybe you don't feel like you have to do that much work to do something. Maybe you're comfortable with the trade. Mm-hmm. And levels of ambition makes a difference. Again, we're talking about spending a long time together. Also talking about hobbies, exercise. You know, we like to work out on a regular basis. I like to go to movies. I like to go to opera. I like to travel based on what someone else is saying. So if you see somebody, you meet them, and they're always in, in a workout mode. Hey, I, I really like to work out, too. We'd be great together. But really, you have no interest in working out. There's not anything on your radar at all. Okay, You're not interested in the opera. You're not interested in, in musicals and things of that nature. But they really like it. You know, But you're telling them that you do like that, so you're misrepresenting yourself. Yeah. Okay? Another thing that people lie about, and this is the last one, um, is what they need from a relationship or why they're getting in a relationship. So you meet so many people. If 50% of the people are getting divorced that get married, right, and 60% of people that get married, 60 to 80% of people that get married the second time divorce, that means that somebody's lying about something. Mm, okay. And one of the biggest things that people lie about is what they need from a relationship or why they're getting in a relationship. I mean, so many women that get married for financial security or they get married because they had a horrible childhood and they meet this guy, and his family seems to be really great, and he's going to be really good for them, and they're going to inherit a new family. But you don't quite tell him that. You tell him you're in it all for you. And you don't don't really have the passion for the guy, but you have the passion for the whole package, for the family, right. the right. stability of that, and you want that whole ride. But really, you're not that passionate about that guy. And then maybe he's been lying about how close he's been, Maybe he told his family, hey, I really like this girl. Let's get together for a couple barbecues <laughs> because I, I want her to feel she family's important. Right. Family's important. Y'all right. pull together. Come on, man. Right. We're going to do, do this. Thing. Right. And so then you do those things, and they, like, laugh and acting peculiar, and then you're like, well, once she gets into it, you find out she doesn't really want you, and you weren't really close to your family. Right. And so there's a couple things that lying this much does in a relationship. The first, now, first of all, 
some people know when you're lying. They know that you're telling lies. So there's a couple things. One, there's a person that gets lied to, finds out about it, and then cannot restore their idea of trust for you. Okay. And the basis of any relationship has to be based in truth. Now, I'm not talking about like a TV relationship where your enemy of my enemy is my friend and we can be together as long as we hate Susie or something like that. I'm talking about people that want to spend the rest of their lives together need to be able to know within a reasonable, because there are some things that maybe you don't lie about, they just never came up. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I mean, especially depending on how long you've been dating, okay, and the, your level of commitment that you're expressing to one another, you know what, we, you know, it could be a six months, but you know what, for whatever reason, we're still just casually dating, maybe dating someone else, and it hasn't really taken that turn to, you know what, this is really a serious, committed relationship. So you just didn't share some of the personal information with that person yet. Correct. But for the most part, when people are covering up things and lying and you find out about it, 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 it takes away what you thought was integrity of the relationship. Absolutely. And then it means that even when they tell the truth, you start to doubt that the truth is really being told. And that, that presents a wedge in a relationship that could take a very, very long time to heal. Absolutely. Very, very long. Absolutely. And what it also does, though, is it sets the standard for who you are as an individual, right? And so a lot of times people, people, let's, let, I'll give you an example of one that, that happens a lot, the financial status, right? Okay. You get into a relationship with someone, and a lot of times women these days and men these days too, you need to be doing financial background checks on the people that you're getting with. You need to be asking for credit scores, right, because at this point, Credit scores are huge. Like back in the day, maybe it didn't matter as much. But these days, you can't half the time they're checking your credit to give a job to you. Sure. They're oh. checking credit for apartments. They're checking credit for cell phones. Insurance, yeah, exactly. It affects everything. They're checking credits for car insurance. Absolutely. They're checking credit, man, if you go to get a surgery, you want to get lipo done, they're checking credit for oh. payment installments. And so if, if let's say you set up a relationship, you lie about your finances, you don't know that that person's finances are poor until they get married. You check background history, find out that both of you all have shoddy credit. Now, where do you live? Now, what are you going to do? How are you going to get that apartment? How are you going to get that house? How are you going to get the car that you want? Okay. And if you do get it, how are you going to pay those fifty percent premiums that go right, into? Right, because now you have a high interest rate. Right. That's, that's not that's not manageable. Right. And so and so that's how lies play out and affect people. The next thing that it does to a relationship is it opens the door for, if you are the liar, it opens the door for the other person to lie to you. Mm, explain that. Because now you set the standard that you don't always have to tell me the truth, but I don't always have to tell you the truth. And if you don't always have to tell me the truth, then I, I don't always have to tell you the truth either. Okay. And so lots of people find themselves in a relationship that it doesn't have any foundation, and then they begin to feel desperate, and then they begin to step out, and then you see divorces. And also lies at times bring about more lies because once you lie about something. That's they, what I said, Jed. Well, I'm talking about even with the person who said the original lie. They they have to tell you another lie to kind of cover up the first lie that they told you. Right. Okay? Right. Because you asked now uh, not a direct question but a roundabout question. Oh, i got to cover my ways. Let's cover my tracks and tell you another lie. Mm-hmm. It just kind of builds on itself. Mm-hmm. So there we have a question. The question says that um, – the young man lied about his financial status to his fiance. Now they're married, and she's slowly she's slowly finding out that the money he said he made uh, makes is, is not true. 
that his credit history is not as accurate as he said that it would be, right. that he really doesn't have any buying power, that um, the car that he has is actually financed by his father. He's saying, now that she knows that, how do you think he sh- what do you think he should do to get out of the situation or to restore her trust in him? I would come clean. You know what? I made a mistake by not sharing this information with you accurately. Here's all the information. I would lay it out. I pr- provide data. You know, mm-hmm. Here's my credit report. Here's uh, my, my pay stubs. You can see that. And I, and I would lay it all out in front of her and, and kind of come clean. Right? You know, this is not a car. You're married now, right? This is not just a car relationship, okay? You're talking about full disclosure. And I would I'd be very truthful in that situation. If you're in your 20s, you still have time to, to back out of the situation, meaning you still have time to get your credit well enough for you all to do well. If you're in your 30s, you need to not only tell her the full truth. Number one, it sounds like you're just telling the truth because you got caught, right, and because there's no way out of the situation because now you all need different things and your credit isn't isn't going to to get it. And it doesn't sound like hers is going to be doing it by itself either. Right. So if you're in your 30s, not only do you tell her the truth, but you you have a real plan in place to restore the situation. Right. You're going to talk to debt stoppers. I just said them because that's a commercial I hear on the radio all the time. Right. You're going to file bankruptcy. What are the things that you're going to do to get the situation together? The third thing I'm going to tell you to do, and not just because I'm a therapist, is to figure out why you lied about the situation? Because I'm assuming if you lied about the money, it's probably some other things that you lied about too. What are your insecurities that don't allow you to tell the truth about the situation? And you need to figure out what those things are. And not only do you need to come clean with that, you need to come clean with any other situations that you have been untruthful about. Because if she found out about this one, bruh, she's going to find out about the other ones as well. And I would also be open to her feedback, you know, it's her, her anger about uh, the, yourself misrepresenting yourself, the, uh, any feedback she has about, you know what, I want us to talk to a financial planner to help us out, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, hey, you know what, you have to be open to that feedback. You know, what is going to restore her confidence in you and her, and her confidence in the choice that she made of marrying you, okay? So you have to do whatever you can to restore that. You also have to be open to her being real about telling you whatever lies she told you to get with you, too. Uh-oh. Um, I bet you that, that she's got something going on, too. So she probably didn't notice your financing because she was lying about something, too. So maybe sit down with her and say, let's put everything on the table so we can start off with integrity again and we can restore our relationship. That, that could be challenging. Absolutely. So sit down and kind of come clean. Everybody's taking stuff off the pot and off the pocket. Oh, I forgot to tell you about this. I forgot Absolutely. to tell you about that. Absolutely. <laughs> Their second question comes from a young lady that says that she was married previous to being married this time but never told her current spouse about it. Um, says that Ooh. she was married when she was 19 years old in the military, um, thought that it was true love. Within a year found out that he was cheating. It wasn't true love, so she broke up. So during the course of their dating and getting married, she did mention the fellow, but she never mentioned that they were actually married. And now that her husband is finding, finding this out, He's disappointed in her and doesn't feel like he trusts her, even knows who she really is. That is a hard one. And that's personal. Uh, that's that's a challenging one to get over. You know, I'm sure that the guy. Feels-